Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Bash Bros Podcast. My name is Brad Nelson, and today I'm joined by my brother from another mother, Corey BMTG. What is up, Corey Baumeister, my brother? My brother, Brad Nelson. How <laughs> are you? Oh, it's good to hear that intro. It's been a long time. We, it's uh, been so long that yeah. I, I forgot actually what I what I said in it. So. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you crushed the intro. Now we'll see how your transitions are. See if they're still on, as on point as they usually Podbean, are. Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. That's yes. right. You can find this podcast on Podbean, Podbean iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. <laughs> Do we have any guests or anything in this show? I don't even remember our, our whole plan, you know? Oh, yes. Our guest is Brian. Oh, Zoop. No, oh, oh, um, oh, no, no, no. Re- remember the joke first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forgot to do the joke. Yes, yes. Um, yes, uh, I, I, for anyone that uh, follows me on social media, they would know that I, League Weekend was this past weekend, and I went 06 in standard, which is a very embarrassing thing for me as a standard player. But hey, it happens, right? <laughs> Sometimes you just play a deck you don't know how to play. And even though it did the best, you still went 06 with it. Yeah. Um, but so that's why I wanted to bring in an actual Demir Rogue specialist. And since I went 06 with the deck, uh, we got Brian 2-4 Brondoon to show me the ropes this week. So, Brian Brondoon, how's it going? Uh, it's going great, my unrelated friend and my other unrelated friend. Thank you so much for inviting me on your pod bean. <laughs> so it's such an honor to be uh, privileged enough to have won two matches with Demir Rogues, <laughs> infinitely more matches than Brad won with the deck, That's leading true. me to have what some might call an expert or specialist I status to, with the deck. I have to ask you a question. Um, so usually to win two matches, the minimum number of games you need to win is four. Uh, yes. You didn't even have to win that many to get those two matches. I, am I correct? I was able to get two match wins <laughs> With three game wins, that is oh, correct. Can you explain? Can you explain how how that happens? <laughs> I can. Yes, I uh, I I have I won the first game in one of my matches. Okay, and with, with while, the deck that has a pretty good game one win percentage. Correct, correct. Although it was a mirror match, so you fair. know, <laughs> all uh, fair is fair. I was getting my ass handed to me in game two <laughs> when my oh, opponent- it's called MTG Booty now. Oh, I was getting my hashtag MTG booty uh, <laughs> destroyed uh, and my opponent played cards that were not in their deck list. And I hmm. talked to an administrator and the result just, was a game loss. So I bet, I bet that whole process was just as easy as the good old days where you just put your hand in the air and said, judge. I bet yes, it, it was, was just as easy as that, right? It was so, so easy. It was it was me <laughs> juggling, roping out during every phase of a game where I'm at two life facing down two lethal creatures, trying to stabilize while simultaneously on Discord talking to an administrator and trying to screenshot the copies of a card my opponent played that weren't in his deck list when Arena can't pull up the entire graveyard, so I couldn't even do that. Uh, oh, because there was too many simplistic. cards, right? Because it was yeah. a rogue's mirror. <laughs> yeah, it, it, there were too many cards. So my opponent played in a third uh, mystical dispute, and uh. I, I basically ran and into the story like horribly into dispute. But it was because I knew that they didn't have any left in their list. And jokes um, on you, nerd. Jokes <laughs> on me. But then I, I was trying to talk to the admin, say like, "Hey, this is what happened in our match." Um, you know, like what's the like, you know, what's the fix? Like what happens now? And 
the admin's like, well, can you show me a screenshot of it? I'm like, <laughs> I can't because there's like 40 cards in my opponent's graveyard and I can't get all three disputes into the same screenshot because it's just too much. Yeah, you should have just hit record, to be honest. You should have just made a video, right? I mean, I'm streaming. Through. Yeah, he's live streaming. I'm you live see, streaming You can it. still hit the record button. You can hit the record button. and I, I mean, that that's just how I record and upload stuff to YouTube while I'm streaming. And then mm. instead of a screenshot, it would just be a video. But, you know, whatever. Gotcha. I, I, I'm, I'm too noob to do that kind of stuff. And you were Plus, streaming and playing in League Weekend at the same time. So that's, that's, that's a lot. I'm also playing at a high-stake event while my rope <laughs> is ticking down. So. Yeah. <laughs> but... I mean, Brad was roping before it was even cool, you know? Like, you were roping canister on purpose back in the day. That, that's what I want to see again. <laughs> that's true. Oh, the good old days when we were actually in in the arenas and I was winning. Yeah. I don't know, Brad. You did <sighs> lose the match. <laughs> oh, but I, I will take, I mean, for the rest of time, I would, I would sign that contract where I can lose a tournament and get 50K. Oh yeah, that'd be a that'd be a good weekend's worth. That's for sure. Oh yeah, you know it it, it feels good. So are you saying for your performance? Like. Are you saying for your performance at League Weekend you did not indeed get fifty thousand dollars this time around? Nor did anyone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just to clarify though, I don't. I just want to just be clear in case people are misunderstanding though. I don't think there was anything fishy about it. Like, well, there was uh, something fishy. You deserve stitches. Huh. Huh? Snitches get stitches. Oh, True. Yeah, got him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I've done that before. Like, we sign up for an event, I load a deck list, and then last minute make some changes and totally space out. Um, yeah, to like, I don't think there was list. any sure was intent. Like that, right? I don't think there was oh. any intent behind it, but at the same time, like, I, I have to call an admin there and Oh, of course. No, the, the, the punishment is deserved. Like, yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't have to be ill intent. Honestly, it's probably, like... If if the person was cheating and knew of this stuff, they would have never cast the third dispute. Right. Yeah. Like that's like that's the the maybe maybe they would, but um the, the it's also that we have to switch over to, you know, our accounts for the the tournaments. Yeah. So anything can happen. I mean, yeah. honestly at that point if someone plays into the story and they have two mana available, you have to you have to cast mystical dispute. It's too juicy, you know. So whether whether they're trying to cast it or not, I mean, you just can't resist at that point. Yeah, like oh. I would I would probably use my fifth or sixth dispute on that. The Same. seventh one I might hold back. Right. I'm getting, I am I am feeling that uh, I'm going to take the reins for a minute, and we're going to talk about some just quick announcement type things. So please uh, sit back and relax, both of you. Mm, okay. um, we're getting off this, the rails. Is this oh. grab the reins or ray of command? Uh, Ray of Command, you. Do you still have that, Corey? <laughs> yeah, I do. Somewhere. Oh, but I can finally get it back because we're finally going to live in the same place. Oh, in that case, I gave it to Brian. Oh, when you uh, move. Yeah. I want to Ray He's going to mail it to me ago. the day you move. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I don't even know. Like, it's so beat up at this point. Actually, I might not have it. I think when I moved to Roanoke, I think I talked to you about not being able to bring this card, but I also Did might you throw have it. Away? I, don't, I don't know. I Ray have commanded the garbage to do something, but then the garbage Ray have commanded it. It's my it. oldest magic. Anyway, okay, I'll de I'll deal with the heartache of this off this. I'm a professional. Um, okay. All right. So, uh, as everyone knows, this episode is coming out the day that Strixhaven comes out. Um, and also the Mystic cards or whatever have you. What are they called? Mystical Archive. 
Mystical Archive cards, which are going to really shake up Historic. A lot more than Strixhaven is going to shake up Standard. Um, mm -hmm. And so with our upcoming events, I just want to highlight a few cool things. Insight Esports has been running um, a ton of uh, 5Ks, like uh, every few weeks, a 5K that gets uh, around 200 people playing in them, starting to run uh, other tournaments as well. And about, uh, this was like hush-hush, but it's going to be coming soon, but about to announce their next series of tournaments. I don't know anything besides that. Ooh. Ooh, um, ooh. Ooh, ooh, very exciting. Uh, but this weekend, actually weekend, weekend, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, they have th uh, a 1K each day, $10 entry fee, 1K. Mm -hmm. And then on Sunday, they have a $15 5K. And it, all these formats are historic after Strixhaven comes out. So Brainstorm and Faithless Looting, Inquisition, all these cool new cards are going to be legal. And it's going to be like Wild Wild West. It's going to be one. so fun. Yeah, like, I, I'm pretty excited about this. I might even play Thursday's tournament just because it's, like, literally day one. Like, who the hell knows what anyone's really doing? So, yeah, um, it's going to be really cool, and um, you should t definitely take a look at those. All these tournaments are on MTG Melee. If you're actually listening to this on Poppy and iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, you can look down on our show notes, and you can see a link to their um, tournament organizer page, which will show all the tournaments that they have up already on the site. Yep. And it should be a good weekend. And then yeah, I'm going to plan them. Week, I'm going to plan them too. I think Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to get my historic on. I mean, they're great. Like they're it's a it's new fun magic where there's a lot of new stuff going on and it's not old boring league play magic where you know every single card and you've been playing them for two months straight. I got some I got yeah. some complaints though here. <laughs> What's your complaints? Number 1, Brainstorm Lightning Bolt and Swords of Plowshares are rares. That is wrong. <laughs> yeah, those are common. Okay, counters, those are whoa, 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 whoa. Take your petty complaints to Twitter where they belong. Crows and grip. grip is a rare. Growth spiral is a rare. Are they Come all on. rares? <laughs> no. Well, cultivates fair, cultivates un should be a rare. Cultivates uncommon. There's plenty huh. of uncommons here. Like duress is an uncommon. Inquisition of Kozilek is a rare. Well, that's These a pretty rare. No, these cards are these are in common level cards. That's the <laughs> classic aspect of magic is that these cards are all common and uncommon level. That's just uh, all right. Sorry, old man. Yeah, it goes against it goes against my sensibilities. I'm going to yell at the cloud. About? Magic, magic, uh, magic is just hunting their whales all the time. It's true. Yeah, they're. They're whale watchers. Whale watchers. All right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a whale watcher grape is. Shot's a rare. Grape a shot is a rare. How is grape shot a rare? <laughs> is there another card like grape shot? No, it's very rare. That's true. That It's been printed. I don't know how many times it's been printed. So I can't, can't mm. actually say that. Mm. But oh, yeah. That I, don't get the, I, I don't get these cards. I, was, I also, yeah, like, I have no idea what anything means in Magic anymore. Yeah. The tournaments... <laughs> the cards, when things are coming out, what's legal in formats, none of it. I am just flying by the seat of my pants like everyone else. Yeah, There's I only really one rare they, that makes sense. I wish That's they did have just... Doomblade. <laughs> Doomblade, yeah. It's the only I mean, one I can dies to it, so yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. I did like okay. your message on Twitter, bro. All right, and then I'm going to finish the upcoming events with oh, Star okay. City Games next week. <laughs> they're, they're back with their SCG tour, uh, eight satellites, four on Friday, four on Saturday, followed by their 5K winner of the championship qualifier, the Strict Saving Championship qualifier on Sunday, does qualify for the Strict Saving Championship that is, you know, dated now in, I think, June. 
Yes. I think it happens in June, early in June. June uh, 4th. Yep. And uh, so that's exciting. But yeah, that that is our upcoming events. Now, now, now do the uh, Brian foolery. S- Sign okay. in blood is rare, but Underworld <laughs> Connections is only an uncommon. <laughs> okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. F- that. <laughs> I knew that would rile Brad up. And Time Warp is a common now. Nah, Time Warp's a mythic. That makes sense. Is, yeah, is but, Sign yeah. in blood or Underworld Connections in this? Sign in blood is, and it is rare. Cool. I mean, I don't know what the rarities mean at all. I don't think I don't it means even... anything. I, I really don't. It's just absurd to me to just see like Lightning Bolt as her. <laughs> like these cards are just like iconic magic cards you think of as commons. Iconic commons. commons, yeah. It's just, it, it just weird to see them as a rare. It and... also feels, it kind of feels like the cards that are already legal on Arena are the ones that are uncommon or worse. Correct, yeah. It like, actually feels I'm, like that. Yeah. Oh, it's a good no, way to no save some I'm actually very uh, sad because I have zero mythic wild cards. I have like hundreds of the other wild cards, but I have zero mythic ones. So mm. if I want to build any historic decks, like how many, like, I have to open like 19 boxes to be able to like put a Mind's <laughs> Desire in my deck. Like, <laughs> seriously, it feels like it. Like, um. <laughs> I, I, I stocked up a lot during this Cal time because I played so much limited that I am just arena rich right now. I have like 20 mythic wild cards. I'm ready to build exactly one deck. I am also yeah. super arena rich right now, and that's only because I just dumped a bunch of money into yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, you just put like $500 into it. I am loaded on arena. Hell yeah. I am so arena rich. I can't wait Impressive. to open all of this garbage. Yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah. In my collection. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing you didn't mention is though, the SCG tour is going to be standard. So it's going to be a great time to show off all these, you know, freshly minted <laughs> love struck beasts, bone crusher giants. Hey, the hey, great hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I, the first deck I'm going to play in standard uh, is one of your favorites. And I actually think it got two giant upgrades is one of the things we're going to talk about today. Okay. Um, so, so while, while I think we're okay with shitting on this set, (laughs) I do think a few things will change in a few decks that are maybe tier two might get to tier 1.5. I don't want to shit on this. I don't want to shit on this set. I think that this set is pretty cool from a flavor standpoint. Yeah. And I think that the set, um, could be better than we're giving it credit for. I mean, it, it's a very synergy-based set, mm-hmm. and synergy is just very. It's really hard for synergy to compete with the power level of Eldraine. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just so hard to like Bone Crusher Giant. Just, I mean, there people are you know like there's a classic joke of like, oh, this dies to removal is a bad argument about why you should or shouldn't play a card, mm-hmm. but when something. When a card doesn't produce an immediate effect on the game unless it's been in play for a while and it dies to Bone Crusher Giant, I think that is actually a valid critique of a card. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff everywhere. in this set that get that get crushed by the bone. So <laughs> I uh I don't think that it's going to dominate coming out. Like I think that um Eldraine's power level is just too too high for that. But I do think that there are a number of cards that could uh, still be very good, and I do think that we could see some new decks come from it and stuff. So I, I don't yeah. know. I don't want to like. I don't want to shit on the set. I think I think it's a cool set, and I actually am really happy that they're kind of lowering the power level a little Same. bit. So, so yeah, I'm actually I, pretty happy with the set, even if it's not like immediately going to have a major impact on standard. Yeah, oh, I agree. The- I mean, 
Okay, I, I ahead, actually bro. think I, I just want to say one thing. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest mistake from Throne was not all like the 20 cards that are overpowered. Um, I think the biggest is taking risks with sets like that as a as a uh as a false set. Yeah. I th I think Agreed. that summer sets are the sets that should be the overpowered ones or the risky the risk takers. Like War of the Spark. Yeah, because they're the ones that are only around for five five quarters of you know, five quarters of the year. Yeah. Um and but but when you have a set like Throne of Eldraine that dominates immediately and needs multiple bands immediately, the it sets the tone for two years. And like it was the same thing with Kaladesh. Like Kaladesh was the false set that mm -hmm. dominated for so long and it was mm -hmm. so annoying. Whereas like Amonkhet was when they were switching to like the six set block thing, I think, if I'm not mistaken. <coughs> so those right. cards weren't around for quite as long and they weren't as annoying. I don't know. That's yeah. at least my opinion on it. But. And honestly, I think once Throne rotates, we're going to have a really cool looking standard as, lo as long as the power level kind of stays like this. And, you know, I think that will be good for Magic in the long term, even though we'll just have to deal with Throne for another two sets or three sets or whatever. Yeah, we have six more months of uh, months of adventure and then we're done with it. Or roughly nice. whatever. I don't know the exact dates. Nice. Um, maybe like five. But yeah, I mean, I, I you know, this is like the Ikoria, I think, or not Ikoria, um, Ixalan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, to to Kaladesh, you know, it's 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 a little underpowered. There's a few things that are going to update, and also, truth be told, like when you get to the seventh and eighth sets of a standard format, mm -hmm. not a not a ton usually shifts. Maybe yeah. a new deck pops out, like last season, right? Like we had Soul to Ultimatum pop up, but and then the Esper Yorian decks turned to four color because Binding is better than uh, Elspeth Conquers Death. Mm -hmm. Still uh, pains me to say that, but I agree. I, I, I that, that you know, the adventure <laughs> decks the demir decks the red decks got an upgrade mm -hmm. you know the, the same decks are here so um i agree with brian that i'm just being a little aggro on it mostly because like you know i want new and it's always same. frustrating to not get as much new as you really want especially just looking at the cards but who knows maybe an elder dragon pops up maybe something um, and, and I mean, the good thing for new is we are getting historic, which that's got to be shaken up. I mean, these are just too powerful of spells to be added in. So if you really want new, you can just head to those historic uh, cues. Does, and you'll be, you'll does anyone like I, I'm not I'm not crying wolf here. I want this mm -hmm. to happen. I just feel like like historic's gonna break in half. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I just assume something's just it's gonna like it's like a program oh, yeah. like. Oh, it's like you yeah. coded it and it's just not going to work anymore. And I think it'll be <laughs> Storm, to be honest. Like, I think Mind's Desire and Tendrils and stuff, like adding those kind of cards, I don't know how to build it or anything, but I have a feeling that's, that someone's going to break it with that. Yeah, gr Grape Shot, Mind's Desire, Faithless Looting, and Brainstorm. Uh, mm -hmm. would, those are the cards that strike me as the most likely ones. And yeah. it, they'll probably be in combination with each other, of course. It, it is yeah. wild to me that... It is so wild to me that like we will we'll have like community conversations on Twitter that aren't like, you know, rage fests. They're just like actual and good conversations. It's like, what's the worst mechanic of all time? And everyone's like, fucking storm, man. Like That was so bad. <laughs> well, they're, well, they're wrong. The worst what's mechanic the worst? of all time is vehicles. No, storm yes. is so much worse than vehicles. Or what about Disagree. stupid miracles? Disagree. Miracles are fine. What are what's wrong with miracles? Ugh, just yes. just rewards I'm, I'm lucky like, ass I'm players like Brian. Like, you know, really messes with magic. Like kind of. 
Well, it changed the way we drew cards, you know? Like, that's annoying. Every draw step, you got to hold it there. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I, like, I thought about that. I, we're, we're, like, going off on, like, a bunch of digressions. But, like, yeah. on, on that note, standard right now, standard for the, the entirety of COVID would have sucked to play in real life. Yes. <laughs> with, with just all, like, the three, the adventure zone, the hand zone, the... Escape the wild zone, the graveyard. Oh like, yeah, there's just there's so many. And the lands, if you got small every hands, the lands, every yeah. land in your deck, you have to pull out of a sleeve to play. Oh my oh, god. god, don't even get me started. Doing that with previous season on versus live was the most frustrating thing ever. Just having to print two different cards for one card and have them just sitting off to the side. Oh, I hate double face cards. And I just have really small hands, so shuffling all these Yorian decks was just a struggle. You know, <laughs> you are just. We need to like petition to try to get you to just be the meme for like the, the like, the the white girl crying meme. Do you know what I'm talking I, about? Like the I white don't. privilege. Uh, uh. Brian, you know which one I'm talking about? Vaguely. It's like it's just like a it's like a a woman a, a brunette like sitting there with her hand in her head just like crying. And that's like a, that's it, like a five year old meme. But oh, it's it super old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's an Bro's old one. just getting around to memes. That's an old code, <laughs> but it checks out. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely it's definitely old, but yeah. It's just like, oh, my life is so hard on verses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. I you know, I'm just I'm just speaking of how it is. I wish my conditions were better getting paid to play magic. <laughs> Brad, what's our next topic, huh? How about that? All right, that, all right, one, that one might be a little contentious there, Brad, based on recent social media. Uh, oh, I... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's not talk about that. Deuce, one step forward, two steps back. All right, let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about standard first. Um, okay. I don't think the set is going to make a lot of changes. We can we can theorize and speculate on a few things if y'all got one, but the mm -hmm. big one for me is I think that there are two magic cards that are going to greatly improve some form of uh, a Yorian blink strategy. It could oh, be yeah. Esper, it could be four color, um, but it's definitely going to be Orzhov, and the two cards are Vanishing Verse uh, and Callous Blood Mage. Now, Vanishing Verse is an instant that is white, black, rare, Exile target monocolored permanent and Kal's Blood Mage is two colors black, two one. Uh, Vampire Warlock rare. When Kal's Blood Mage enters the battlefield, choose one, create a one one black or and green pest creature token with when this creature dies, you gain one life. Uh, or you draw a card and lose a life or exile target player's graveyard. These two cards, mm. I think, just fit perfectly in like a four color blink strategy. Yeah, Kal's Blood Mage is something I kind of just read as being a little underpowered um but with yorian i mean it does seem nice to get that extra value i think the exiled target player's graveyard is probably going to be like the biggest thing i mean against rogues it just seems insane uh, exiling your own graveyard you know so the way i saw it is this card can act like uh it acts like a bad omen of the sun against aggressive decks mm -hmm. um because it doesn't stick around to get blinked but it can it can do that act it can also just draw a card, which is like lets you keep more hands. Like your 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 three lands on the play hands are going to function more by this. And also it draws you cards where playing too many like treacherous blessings um can get you in trouble in aggressive matchups. Like you mm -hmm. can just be on the draw with treacherous blessing in your hand and it, it you can never play it. Whereas this yeah. it, it actually plays. And then yeah, the exile player's 
graveyard completely colds i think the cycling matchup which cycling just can't compete with this and then also might help you with rogues it might be a little too little too late yeah an effect against rogues especially game one but all in all i think that this card um might have a home there especially in a deck that does play a few weak cards yeah no actually that does sound pretty good now that you explain it um yeah, I'll be excited to try that. You don't have to try to sell me too hard on putting cards in a Yorian deck, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, the bigger one, the big one is Vanishing Verse. I think Vanishing Verse is kind of messed up. Um, mm. It And it helps you, it helps um, lessen the the burden of like, you know, enchantments like Ember Cleave. It also exiles an Annex. Yeah, um, or just the Great Henge, getting that out of there. The great, great. Yeah, like the, those cards, I mean, you already have answers to those, but it does lessen yep. the load of binding for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's just a two-mana removal spell, too, that kills, uh, it'll kill an Edgewall Innkeeper and a Dragon, all the like. So mm-hmm. there are a few matchups like Rogues where it can get a little sticky because Eliminate is just better. Um, just straight yeah. up better than Vanishing Verse. But or like against Sultai, it seems like an actual dead card. No, no, no. Straight up better. This Exiles. Exile is yeah. relevant against Rogues. They have yeah. they have uh, Baggy Deem's Awakening and so forth. Also, this is not dead. Eliminate game one is dead against... Um, against against Sultai. Yeah, but oh, this card dead? can kill... <laughs> you can kill a token from yes, an all-runs yes. epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> this can actually kill their ramp, though. They can play turn two Wolf Wibble, and you can just kill it. That's true. That's true. I mean, that... that I mean, that's relevant for a, a, a typically dead card in a matchup. And Gargaroth, yeah. if people keep it, keep that card, you know, it, it, that card still continues to be in main decks moving into the next format. So, okay, I, I'm a believer. I actually think that it's reasonable to consider that rogues would even want to splash for this card, which maybe that's ridiculous, just making your mana bad. But mm-hmm. this card just handles so many of the cards that are annoyingly problematic for rogues that um i i could i could see it being a thing it's like great henge you know like oxes and stuff like that like there's just a lot of cards that are really annoying to deal with this 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 kind of deals with a lot of them so it seems like you're getting dangerously close to a esper hero of precinct one deck what (laughs) (laughs) no not me that was uh i I schemes mr braun doing I certainly didn't look through the spoilers, seeing lots of black-white cards and thinking, wow, if only there was a two-drop that allowed you to generate value every time you played one of these multicolored cards. <laughs> it's Clarion but... Spirit. You just have to play two multicolored cards. Gross. <laughs> All right, and then I have a few I have a few more if it's cool if I talk about those. Yeah, hit us. Sure, it is. Um, yeah, so a few more cards that I want to test. Um, one going one into... one of Talents. Uh, yes, it is of talents. Yes, it's <laughs> tests of talents. It's a colorless blue instant counter target insert sorcerer spell search its controller's graveyard hand and library for any number of cards with the same name of that spell and exile them. That player mm-hmm. shuffles, then draws a card for each card exiled from their hand this way. So like cranial extraction effects are usually really bad. Now I've been playing with Necromentia and I did like it a little bit in, in, um, ultimatum, but it did feel safer to cast it because it was a card that you could tutor up Mm -hmm. um and it had a few times where it's good but a card like test of talents i think um might be the most pushed variant of this as it seems like you're going to be able to counter like a negate in a lot of situations against um any demir or yorion deck demir rogues Mm -hmm. or um soltai ultimatum 
Yeah. And sometimes it'll win you the game. Sometimes it'll take something big. But other times, like, if you just counter, like, let's just say, uh, like, I mean, even hitting out of Demir Rogues, if you just hit one of their counter spells and it resolves and you get to rip out all of their counters, like all their drawn on the locks, that's pretty good. But you also get and to you see get information. Hand. Yeah, information yeah. is incredibly valuable there. Yeah, and, and this card just on Emergent Ultimatum seems so good to me. I, I, I think this card is incredibly fucked up. Mm. I, I, I do. Mm. Like, I think this card is on the level of like Veil of Summer. Like, you think so? I mean, maybe not quite that good, but it, yeah, it's kind of good. it's kind of fucked up how good this card is. Like, I mean, I think this card is even better in like just like ladder play or something where it's not open deck list. Like in a non open deck list tournament, it's really valuable to see what's in their deck too. You know, especially when a tournament's coming up and you can steal their deck list. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I remember doing that on Magic Online like 10 years ago. Like a few days before big events, you would just put like cranials in your deck and try to cranial people. Yeah, we're like, no, we I, played against some pro, bro, and we're just like, okay, we, we got to see what this sick list is. Oh, I totally remember that. No, I think like, I mean, this is, ba it's basically a negate. I mean, it's slightly worse that you can't counter I mean, it's, some it's cards. But the problem is, is it's unplayable against a deck like four color blink Yorion. Yeah, I think it'd be like a sideboard card. Well, yeah, yeah but it, it, but every negate you turn into this weakens other matchups. So it's not mm, there sure. is cost to playing it. True, true. So Where, I think it's, I think this card is like I actually think that this set. But one of the I I put one card on the list to talk about today because I oh real quick I just need to make my joke about test of talents. Okay, oh, of, course, of course, like like you know like um shit I forgot it. <laughs> Ah, sounds like you failed the test of talents. I don't. Brad. Oh, oh no, I do it's have it. I do have it. I do have it. I do have it. That was so good. Uh, I, I do have it. It's uh, edit that out, John. All right, great. All no, right. don't edit that out. No, keep no, keep it that, there. Edit out. Just edit keep that, that out. There. Edit that out. No, edit that out. Um, you know, like test of talents. You know, this card you're gonna contemplate playing the gate, but it's not on the level of Autumn's Veil because Autumn's Veil is a card I'll register to and play three of. What does Autumn's Veil do? Veil of Summer. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's the episode. Thanks, everyone, for having out. My name's Brian Elson. Thanks for being on the show, Brian Brown doing. Uh, it's hey, been John, fun. Edit that out, and by that, I mean the entirety of the episode. Please. <laughs> Hey, uh, y'all, we haven't we haven't cast for a couple of weeks. Our deliveries are just a little off. We'll 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 crush them soon. <laughs> Yeah, this card might not be like that insane and standard test of talents because there's a mm. lot of enchantments. Um, you know, a lot of the things that you're negating to are things that test of talents doesn't really uh, do anything against. Like, for example, mm -hmm. stomp, you know, like if I negate um, my opponent making a token with love struck beast test of talents doesn't get rid of their love structs because it's not the same name or whatever but yeah because adventures are messed up oh yep. okay yeah that makes so sense. There's, there's a lot of things like that like yeah i guess the orion ducks like they have a lot of enchantments and stuff i'm more thinking like in some of the like like you know modern or whatever formats where negates an actual card that you would play um and i guess yeah. those those formats you're negating a lot of non-instant sorceries too but I don't know. Like, I think this card is just really insane. Like, yeah, hitting bring to I think light. It's the most pushed version of this card. Oh, and and I don't think it's gonna like break. But yeah, like this this reminds me of Veil of Summer in the sense of like, hey, let's make the most pushed version of it. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, that, and yes, I don't know if, yeah, and I don't know if it's going to, you know, be, uh, wow. be the best thing ever. Yeah, Brian, it's going to be good. You, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there, Brad, but Brian, when you said about modern, I just picture hitting like Lava Dart from these prowess decks. That seems insane. That seems yeah, insane. There's, there's just a lot of things that you can hit. Um, I actually think that this set has a lot of value. Um, this is an example of a card, too in formats that aren't just standard like uh so we brad we can get to your other card in a second but like the one of the cards no, i want to no, talk about yours? was was like wither bloom apprentice which is a 2-2 for black and green uh human druid and it has magecraft whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell each opponent mm-hmm. loses one life or, and you gain one life it's basically like a mini tendrils of agony on a 2-2 stick there's, um, a, there's a there's a two card combo in Legacy with that. Yeah, the the makes you discard two cards and you can keep copying it cards. That we're talking about. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. smog yep. chain of smog. I think it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think a lot of the cards, Magecraft in particular. There's a lot of the cards that have possible appeal in some of these older formats. And I think Test of Talents is another one of those cards too, where like you know if you counter some card from a, some sort of a combo e deck in an older format like even getting like a faithless looting out of somebody's deck sounds or like bring to light good. bring to light sounds great you know yeah there, there's a lot of cards where like test of talents countering that card just is is so much more value than anything like a negate could ever really be um yeah. so I, I do think that the set looks like it has some some like cards that could be pretty big hitters in some of the older formats is yeah. it more <clears throat> um yeah I mean, ahead, it's definitely it's definitely possible. Um, there's there's you know like I I agree with you. Like this is what a magic set should look like to move forward to a good healthy place. Like for the last few years, we've been talking about you know mythics that are just absolutely dominating magic. And yeah. you know when when the cons of Tarkir Dragon Cycle came through, a lot of those dragons were very playable. These dragons, on the other hand, don't look that great right yeah they, they look they look like they could be challenging to build around like a few of them um like the boros one the is it one and the Golgari one all have abilities that kind of make you like you know maybe this is going to find a home somewhere but they're mm-hmm. not i don't think they looked nearly as flashy as the the cons of tarkir uh dragon cycles yeah i totally agree i think the Golgari one i i really could see being really good if if people find some things to abuse it like a sultai ramp deck where you can play that untap all runs epiphany kind of thing um you know stuff something like that could be really disgusting but outside of that they they really don't seem seem insane to me they don't jump off the page no it's not my turn to talk Oh, okay. Well, hey, I'll I'll talk about a card I'm pretty excited about. Um, and and I'm kind of just excited for token-based strategies coming with Strixhaven, and that's uh, Plum the Forbidden. There's one colorless black as an additional cost to this spell. You may sacrifice one or more creatures. When you do, copy the spell for each creature sacrificed this way. You draw a card and you lose a life. So I think this is gonna find a really good home in like a black white deck where you have like clarion spirits um you can play sedgemore witch which i'll get to in a second um or also just in like a jun shell where you can play like tend the pest with croxa get a bunch of tokens um and it's a nice combo with plum the forbidden and sedgemore witch sedgemore witch being two colorless one black for a three two menace human warlock 
Ward, pay three life whenever they target it. Uh, your opponent has to pay three life. And then Magecraft, whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, create a 1-1 one, one black and green pest token. Uh, with when this creature dies, you gain one life. So if you so have- old Pyromancer. Yeah, exactly. But it, it counts the copies of Plum the Forbidden. So if you sack four creatures and you have Sedgemore Witch out, you get five creatures, you know? So there's some there's some really good synergies. And you combine that with like Tendapest sacking a Karaxa on turn four, where you get six tokens. I, I think there's something there. And that, that's what I'm really excited to try. It could be just not good enough, but... I, I think all three of those cards really connect together and are at least going to be a lot of fun to try. I mean, the one thing I think about um, is I, I definitely love the enthusiasm, but like the, the last... <laughs> Here we go. To Corey, your idea is shit and you should feel bad about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that. It's that uh, like... These these types of things do look fun and cool, mm-hmm. um, but like, you know, I'm such a realist when it comes to standard, and yeah. it's like, are, are these the things you want to start try to do instead of just ramp into a turn five ultimatum? Yeah, and you I know, definitely like, would and, not. And think... how is your Golgari deck going to compete, or your Rakdos deck going to compete with a deck like Ultimatum, like going toe to toe? You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that um, would be a tough matchup. No, nothing around that. No way around that because this kind of deck I'm describing plays a lot like a Rakdos midrange deck. And, you know, Rakdos midrange kind of got thrown out of the format because of Ultimatum. So I totally agree with you that that would be a bad matchup. And if that deck is still everywhere, which I'm sure it will be, um, an idea like this might not be Easy great. matchup. Test of talent, son. Counter their ultimate, <laughs> ultimatum and it's, it's they're done. They're yeah, done what are you though. talking about? I'm playing Sultile, Splash Blue for Test of Talents. Then it's that's it. GG. I think Plum of Plum the Forbidden is a strong is a strong card. Yeah. If I'm reading this correctly, you can cast it and just draw a card and lose a life, right? Exactly. Yep. You don't have to sacrifice no, anything. No, it has an additional cost to cast a spell. You oh, you may sacrifice one or more creatures. Yeah, it already draws a card and oh, loses a life. So if you sack one creature, oh, you draw okay. two cards, and you lose two life. So, like, there's a deck I'm playing on Versus Tomorrow that's an elf deck with, um, you know, the elf planeswalker, Tervel Ter- or whatever, you know, to, like, add mana. Then you cast um, Professor Onyx, and then just sack your elves and get that Magecraft trigger that many times and win. You know, that's, of course, going to be a... Not that great of a deck, I imagine, but just shows a lot of different things you can be doing with Plum of the Forbidden. You are missing missing the mark on your content, man. Why? Like, you should just, like, screw this competitive stuff. You you like this crap? Like, not when I say crap, I don't mean actual crap. Like, I (laughs) I mean it like stuff. Like, you love fun, cool combo decks, and there's such a bigger audience out there that loves (laughs) cool combo decks. Like... Like you, you should be following in the footsteps of the Evans and the and the and the MTG Goldfishes, you know, with the yeah. with like this fun brew stuff. Like, well, to be fair, if we were just playing competitive stuff on versus live, it would just be Salt Ultimatum versus Gruel Adventures and Rogues. Oh, and I remember shit, those you know? days. Oh, what? What? <laughs> Brian and I were brazen about that shit. How many times did we play Rhino Mirrors? We're like, this is standard. Obs on Control versus Obs on Agro again. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, the yeah, good old I don't days, know. It, it easily could be bad. Um, but I think all three of these cards 
individually are at least decent. You know, Sedgemore Witch dying to Bonecrusher Giant is another argument um, that is going to be a little rough for a while. Um, but but they're cool cards. I'm excited to try them come Thursday. I, I like the I like the black white cards in the set quite a bit. I mm. love tokens for one. I've always yeah. loved token strategies. It's one of my favorite types of strategy in Magic. Same. And um, I think that these the black white cards are like a really nice kind of like half token half aggro strategy that that looks like pretty interesting. Yep. It's really hard for me to see decks like that being competitive in a in a in a field of bone crusher giant it, it is just and and uh love struck beast and the great henge mm-hmm. so hard to compete with those kinds of cards with an aggressive deck um but with that being said i i really i do really love the like what is it silver quill um stuff silver from, quill from the, apprentice i think oh you're not talking about the creature itself i'm just talking about the school you know oh, gotcha, i, I gotcha. love I love all the black white cards. Like I, I, I really like Plum the Forbidden, Sedgemore Witch. All these cards—they look really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very hopeful that that's actually a thing that you can play. Um, if not now, when Throne is gone, because yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of really cool things you can do with that. I do really think that the Magecraft ability is really strong. Like it makes me excited yeah. about limited, and I'm never excited. None. Yes. I know that all these formats are really good, uh-huh. um, and I still never draft them. But like. This set looks draftable to me. Like, it looks like it'll excite me to play limited. Yeah, Keltime um, got me back in. It was so good. I'll be drafting yeah, all this these formats too. I know are good. I just never touch them, but this one does. Because there's one card I really want to play with, and I know it's not good enough for standard. That's the, the how do you say it? Quadrix Apprentice? Is it Quandrix? How do you even say the word? Quandrix, I think. Just Quandrix? I'm not positive, okay. yeah. But yeah, this one's just a 2-2 two, two, uh, for two. Um, but it's Magecraft is whenever you cast or copy a spell, you may look at the top three cards of your library and you reveal a land and put it into your hand. I mm. love effects like that. Yeah. The, like, like I get excited for these, like the, the two mana put a land in your hand cards. They're not that good. I just like them. So mm. like, I want to play limited and play with these like Magecraft cards and actually have time to develop a board and get into complex situations with my opponent and not just always worry about like what each other's turns three and fours look like. And like lessons and that kind of sideboard interaction for limited seems really cool as well. And in standard, yeah. all the lessons are awful and learning is just so bad in standard. It, it seems <laughs> completely unplayable. Bad. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Don't make me learn while I'm playing magic here. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, too um, good. But yeah, so oh, yeah. one other, one quick card I just want to say, speaking of Quadrix is, um, I just want to bring up that I'm going to try Eureka moment, which is two colors. It's 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 expensive. Um, gross spiral. It's gross two spiral, colors. Yeah. <laughs> green, blue, instant. Draw two cards and you may play a land. Um, I'm going to try a few of them in Soltai because it sounds interesting, but mm-hmm. odds are it's not good enough. Um, yeah. But, so, it, you know, I, I want to cast it a few times before before I say it's bad. So this card seems a lot better in the Soltai decks that are not playing Ultimatum. Um, and, you know, take it for what you will with those decks just being a worse Sultai deck. But if you're like sharking or you just have a bunch of counter spells, kind of like the Sultai deck that you built right away, bro. Um, last season before Ultimatum just became the better version. That kind of thing where you can interact or play Eureka Moment seems better to me than a proactive deck like Sultai Ultimatum. I just I just straight disagree. You do? 
because you're taking so much time to draw two cards and put a land into play that like you need to do something really good with the the next mana you have because you wasted the four mana that you just had yeah like, that's fair you fall you fall behind so like i want to do something like messed up the following turn and four mana is around the time in a ramp deck that you either have five mana for wrath or four mana for wrath so like if you didn't spend your time doing that against aggressive decks like you're probably like in dire straits to to interact with them or you're hard casting a shark typhoon and then I dying to their dragon. I actually oh, think that this fair. card, I mean, I guess this is true for tons of magic cards, but I don't know if this card looks that good to me, and except maybe in the uh, historic version of the deck, because having Explore and having Grow Spiral makes this card look so much better to me. Yeah, you need to have a lot of two mana ramp. You need to have a lot of two men around. So it would be nice to have eight Wolf Willow Havens to make this card better. But because playing this card on turn three seems like really good. And playing yeah. this card in turn four seems like that might be a little slow. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's the great hinge turn and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have no idea. I just know that I'm going to try it. And yeah. the 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 version in historic i don't know if you even have enough room because i think you want it like the the team that played it last week and it was great like being 60 card deck mm -hmm. um and now you have to find room for like a time walker too because now i mean the new versions of that deck have to just be able to present like either take two two extra turns or you give me what i want right that has to be what you do with ultimatum mm -hmm. i mean I, I assume that that's that's where it goes or at least you have one in the deck so it well so i mean it's our <laughs> It's pretty crazy that you can like ultimatum for the scholar time warp all runs. I guess they would never give you a scholar and time warp, but you would just get to time walk twice with that configuration. Yeah, because it doesn't exile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, that yeah. time time warp is is nice, not just for that reason, but like I think one thing that is pretty sweet that you can do like with a deck like that is just cast a turn four time warp and mm -hmm. then the next turn you cast your ultimatum or like yep. you know like it just lets yep. you cheese ultimatum an earlier turn than you normally would effectively uh, oh yeah mm -hmm. the new versions will play i don't know how many time time walk effects i'll play but they'll probably play one epiphany and the rest are time warp yep yeah. that's exactly what i'll think i think as well because just having that in your graveyard you know with scholar just seems insane God, that deck was just a treat to be watching on coverage all weekend. It was so ridiculous. Oh, it was. It was. There's been a number of times where I've lost that deck where I was like, you know, I'm, I'm basically set up if I get another turn and then they're able to just go, you know, because they had previously foretold it, like a six mana all runs into a seven mana thing and then I'm I'm dead. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, I think, I, I really think that having time walk is a massive upgrade. And I think that's the reason why, not because of what you get when you cast ultimatum, which is already yeah. winning you the game. Like, And honestly, speaking of time warp, it might not be as good of a deck as Sultai ultimatum, but I cannot wait to put it in a like Simic taking turn style list with like uh, Mystic Sanctuary, Tamio, you know, to give you some Nexus vibes from back in the day. Brainstorm so you can put two cards on top and then name that card with Tamio. Like fan me down. How do you win? Me down. Um, yeah, that's an afterthought. You, <laughs> you just annoy you. You don't you just, win. Just the, whole thing about, the whole thing about taking turns with Tamio is that you mill yourself 
And but you can't really mill yourself with this deck. Yeah. Uh you can play a shark typhoon. Get him. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the answer, but it is fun that like your go-to when you have no idea is just Shark Typhoon. Yeah, what a no, Shark uh, Shark Typhoon. It's like, Corey, how does this Rakdos deck that you built win? Uh, shark Typhoon, actually. Shark Typhoon. Yep, oh, you're exactly. watching Blue, it's like, no, but they'll probably play because no. it's the best card ever. No, you and definitely claim it and attack. Yeah, you totally just win with Nissa, though, of course. Time walking with Nissa seems insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, will, I will spew some, I mean... I'm diamond now, and I really want to get to mythic. And once I get to mythic, I'll 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 spew off a bunch of rating for this deck. Oh yeah, I'll I'll build a list come Friday, Thursday. I'm playing a limited tournament. That's how that's how much I've love limited now. I'm already is just that, is that the swimsuit thing? The sweatsuit, yeah, the swimsuit. Oh, it's thing. a sweatsuit. I thought it was swimsuit. <laughs> sweatsuit Invitational, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Mm. Just first time with the new set. Um, they're really cool. They're really cool events. Well, yeah, I mean, isn't it like uh. Some some pro athlete is running all of them, right? Yeah, Hunter Pence. I didn't know who it was, but yeah, he apparently. I like checked Loves him magic. out on Twitter, and I'm like, holy shit, this guy has an actual celebrity amount of followers. I'm like, who the hell is this person? He's like a pretty prolific baseball player, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? yeah. I just said I didn't. Fo I don't follow baseball, so I, I had no idea. But a really nice guy. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for historic. Like, like all of these new cards are like. Super mm. going to be shaking things up. Um, I don't really know what I'm going to be doing with it. Like, is it Phoenix gets Faithless Suit and Brainstorm everyone? Like, a lot of things that we're talking about, we can talk about. A lot of people have talked about. But the the, yeah. the heart of it is, I'm pretty sure that Salt Ultimatum with Time Warp is going to end because it's the new hotness in the format. That deck's just going to be super big. And for all of you out there, I would stay so clear of Jun decks for just a little bit just just for a few days to, to, to see where the water's at because big effects are coming <laughs> and, yeah and no people are gonna be kidding. trying to do some big large effects and uh so I, I just don't think your your food decks are gonna be winning right out the bit right out of the gates maybe yeah. i think you have to go back to john coco because no, food is just sense. too slow you have but to go I back to the aggressive versions i actually think that's a bad place to go because collect a company and citadel are going to get so much collateral damage for like the thousands of graph diggers cage that are going to pop up because of is it phoenix oh yeah but you well you don't play <laughs> citadel and john coco yeah but true i mean even just collecting company and getting shut down maybe that's not that big of a deal but i think everybody and their mother is going to play is it phoenix on the ladder right away like too many people love that deck and are so nostalgic for it that i think that will be the number one played deck right away and then once it calms down people are gonna be like oh yeah i just want to win with Sulta ultimatum <laughs> you know <laughs> instead of is it phoenix but we'll see i'd be a little shocked if if is it phoenix is is uh Highly played. I think you like it a lot, and I think I a few people know. do, but I just don't know if, like, most of the people that are probably like half of the arena people probably didn't play when Isaac Phoenix was around, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. We'll see. We'll see. I, I really do think it's going to be the most played deck or like second most played deck, but probably, probably that for, might well, just for be because I love it so much. For a few days, there's just it's going to be fucking random. It's, it's going to be the wild, wild, wild. It's going to be like yeah. the early access streamer event. <laughs> oh, what? Bait. what is that Corey? don't take, don't take the bait brian don't take the bait <laughs> yeah yeah I, I won't even deliver the bait but i mean i mean i'll i, I we can talk about that I, I don't think it's that big of a deal to talk about yeah 
I mean, yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't really have anything else to say about standard and historic anyway. Like I'm excited to play tomorrow. And by, yeah. you know, once I get my hands on these cards, I'll actually be ramping up my content on SCG and writing primers for the tournaments. But like for nice. the last few weeks, I've been dedicated to a league play that went really bad for me. I went 210 and Strixhaven. Like when you look at this set, it doesn't feel like a brewer's paradise where I want to put a bunch of decks together and get prepared. Like I, it's, you, you go immediate, you go to the wild, wild west of historic where it's all crazy. We're just going to figure it out and standard. It's almost, uh, we almost initially go straight into tuning. Like yeah. at least I'm going to just go straight into tuning. I mean, people are going to try stuff, so it will oh, be different sure. right away. But yeah, I, I'm going to start with historic and yeah, building these decks. Normally I have some good ideas or at least, you know, ideas maybe not great ones but of some fun things i want to try standard not so much but historic you know is going to be a blast so that's where i'll be this weekend where, where will you be this weekend brian i'll uh, set up your grocery store <laughs> yeah, probably. no you're, you're going to be in the wild wild west of world of warcraft i might be we'll see <laughs> or watching ted lasso Could do oh, is it season two coming out no he hasn't seen season one yet oh okay Dude, Friday I have to Brad's get my. trying to rope me into watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> I mean, Impressive. it's just a delight. It's just, it's just, it's just healthy for a person. It was pretty enjoyable. I watched it all in one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it puts a smile on your face, doesn't it? I did. I, I smiled from time to time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not smiling because I'm dreading. In two days, I get my my uh, wisdom teeth removed. Oh, brutal. I'm not looking forward to that at all. It was awful. I got dry socket and Did yeah, you? it was, yep. It was a very miserable time. That's for sure. What'd they do when you got dry socket? I mean, this uh, is really interesting stuff for our audience to listen exactly. to. Exactly. This is a good way to wrap it up. Yeah. They gave me a lot of pain medication and told me to stick gauze in it and not really eat any solid food for like a week. It was, oh God. it was not fun. It was not fun. And all kind of pain medication just like really makes me nauseous. So I like didn't want to take it and but just absolutely had to. So it was an awful week. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. But it should I be fun like... for you, though, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just glad I quit smoking because that's one thing you can't do. Yeah. And and I switched to vaping, but now I don't even vape that much anymore. I'm like almost mm. like I think I could go. I think I could quit nicotine. Yeah, I'm I mean, on you such can't, a low dosage of it now, and I can't do it while I have this. It, yeah, and you can't vape while you have wisdom teeth. You know, it's just the sucking motion. That's why you can't. Uh, well, you can. Smoke and like, stuff, I still vape. You can because you don't have to fully flip it. But oh, God, we don't God. have to get into the nuances of vaping. <laughs> yeah. Kids, don't vape. <laughs> That's for next week's episode. <laughs> Special guest, Kuroki's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really all I got for an episode. You guys got anything else? Nah, I mean, I, I just, well, I do want to say before we get to our casting crew that uh, mm -hmm. to all of you that actually support us on Patreon, thank you so much um, for bearing with us missing two episodes. Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, we just had some serious shit was going down and it was much easier to stop, you know, not do the podcast, but thank you so much for your support. Next Thursday, we are going to be playing Among Us. I actually, if everyone's oh, yeah. in, um, you know, we can do the Town of Us mod for anyone that knows what that is. It's a lot of wild characters and it's super fun and random. Okay. Um, but we're going to be playing in the Bash Bros Discord mm -hmm. um, uh, next Thursday evening. We might even start, you know, early or whatever, whoever joins yeah. the queue. 
if the queue gets large though, we'll rotate. Mm -hmm. Um, and we just had we've had a, a blast the last two times. Well, I had to skip the last time because Amber hurt herself and had we had to go to the doctor. You started. Um, you started. I started yeah, yeah, halfway through. Halfway through, <laughs> I had to abruptly leave and take Amber to. Our precious care. Amber is a little a little clumsy sometimes. So. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, do you want to hear? Speaking of that, you want to you want story time real quick. Yeah, I want to hear a story time. Right, but just before she, you do that, she can't hear me. Just before you do that, uh, if y'all want to play Among Us with us, you know, it is open for all of our patrons. You, there's a, a nice tab in the Discord that you can go in, jump into the queue. It'll be Thursday at uh, 8 p.m. Is that what we did, right? Uh, we yeah. have you at 8 p.m. We might start early if a bunch of people are there. Well, I'll dock yeah. to people. Yeah, that, so we'll if you want to do that, but yeah, then. let's hear this story. Okay, so I had a bad weekend, right? And Sunday I was getting my ass ass kicked again so amber's like Your MTG gonna, booty. yeah my mtg booty excuse me mm -hmm. uh and amber goes out and gets me like a steak so by the time the term's over she's like cooking me a filet mignon and a sweet potato uh brussels sprouts and corn oh my god you know just oh yeah just a great meal and i'm like oh hell yeah and i go upstairs to go uh to the bathroom um and i just hear her scream and i'm getting flashbacks because she cut her pinky off once <laughs> And I just rush in there and she touched the pan that she was broiling the steak in with her hand and just severely burnt her hand. Oh my God. Is she okay? Uh, yeah. Well, well the story continues. Um, so now I'm dealing with that, you know, I'm helping her with this, trying yeah. to look online to figure out exactly what we should do. Um, the cool water wasn't helping. So she screwed up and she did cold water. So now she might have nerve damage. Oh my but then God. I'm like, I need to go to the, the store and get you stuff for this. And she's like, no, you're eating your steak. So <laughs> while she's like crying abruptly and in pain, she's making me eat the food she cooked for me. And I just like rush eat this filet mignon so I can run to the store to get her like gauze and antiseptics and like all this stuff wow. and it's like this really nice gesture just turned into this hellscape yeah of anxiety. Jesus. yeah, yeah I mean, that hey, was that like is... the high that was a really high steak dinner for sure it was <laughs> man that is that is complete bullshit whenever i had a losing weekend i brad i know you can remember this steve port made me or wait no it was will lee sent me a cake that just said fail no. on it Oh, y'all, y'all, if you want, if you want this, <laughs> I want this tradition to live. So y'all listening out there. Yeah. But my old roommate, Ryan, he gave me a fail cake once after losing the top eight of a PTQ. He was just at home. I lost in the top eight. And this was around the time where I was the best in the store, but I didn't break out yet. Yeah. And you lost and every top eight of every PTQ for like eight, two years eight in a row or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eight, yeah. Eight in a row. I, I, I sliced through first, first into, yeah, I just, it was bad, mm. but mm. He made me a fail cake, which was great. So Corey actually qualified for the Pro Tour before us, and he was at Worlds, I believe, the first yeah, Worlds. I think, I think he played a Pro Tour and Worlds before I played a Pro Tour. Yeah, and Worlds uh, was just a Pro Tour back then, so it wasn't mm -hmm. like the cool Worlds because I've never gotten to play one of those, but yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so I remember he, you texting me, be like, "Dude, you just beat Kenny Oberg. I'm so jealous. This is insane." Oh yeah, he was he was crushing. So oh, day wait. one he did well, but then Corey Sorry, did bad. Sorry, that last name out. I didn't want to give. <laughs> <Ken> <laughs> so Corey did well day one, but then bombed the limited portion um, on day two, and mm -hmm. we talked to Steve Port because he's a an organizer. He's actually the CEO of MTG Melee now, and, and Legion um, Games, right? And Legion Games, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But That's a, a lot of information you're giving out. Edit that out. Please edit that out. 
<laughs> but yeah, long story short, we sent him a fill cake, and I think it's on Facebook. We should find a picture of that. It definitely um, still is, yeah. Yeah, and of him getting this fail cake. And what a fail cake is, is just a cake with fail on it. It just, just says fail the on the top. fail, yeah. And so if <laughs> any of you out there ever want to give someone a fail cake, please let us know and link us. Um, I would love yeah. I would love this tradition to continue. Yeah, well, Brad, I believe you just failed last weekend. Someone owes you a cake, buddy. I mean, I would take <laughs> it. I'm trying to lose some weight, though. All right, all right. I'll give you a, uh, I'll a take, nice, I'll take a f- an edible arrangement that says fail yes. in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm I'm glad. I hope Amber is okay. Moral of that story that we kind of went off on a tangent, but no, that no. Is crazy. I mean, she's fine. Like the problem is, is she put ice and cold on it right away. Um, even though like, no, no one said to do that. Um, okay. And so that might have like, that can cause like nerve damage. And right now she can't feel parts of her finger. Um, so that's probably bad, but also it was a pretty bad burn. Um, I don't know if we should have went to the doctor, but we wow, didn't, that's scary. didn't want to. Yeah, that's scary. I mean, yeah, but yeah, you can see the 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 oven handle or the pot handle mm-hmm. hand handle, excuse me, just across her finger where she grabbed it. Wow! And the God reason, bless her clumsiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wow. it's it's bad, but yeah, she's she's doing all right. But yeah, so anyone that wants to play, and thank you for the cousin crew. Coming in play, even if you're the 11th or 12th, we'll rotate you in and out right now. We have 10 people that have signed up, but we'll have a few more. And I'll bring a few of our friends. Um, I have a few Among Us friends that have played the last two times. They've been a delight. So if we need any fill-ins, we'll be good. But just come and play yep. and hang out with us. And now I guess it's time for the cast and crew. Let's do it. Oh, real quick. We do. We are going to make a makeup episode when our schedules all overlap. Like we're just all kind of chaotic right now. And I'm, you know, dealing with teeth and all this random <laughs> stuff excuse right, me we're all dealing with teeth yeah yes, i've been dealing yeah. with teeth my entire life like i don't know <laughs> Dil, you all deal with other stuff we're gonna we're we uh we asked a bunch of our cast and crew to give us some for a mailbag episode and we're gonna be doing a makeup yeah. episode here soon too yeah and and uh maybe we even should just like post a tweet or something where people can ask us questions that aren't necessarily in the cast and crew mm. as well i mean i think i think we have enough from the okay. cast and crew, and also the cast and crew, that we're doing this makeup episode for them. They that's true. They're supporting yeah. us, right? Like, well, we were not here the last two weeks. They're paying for so episodes yeah. we're not making. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, it's just cast and crew. Are you then. sure they're not paying us to not make episodes? Oh shit! Is that <laughs> yeah. a game we can play? Yeah. Is that a gambit? I would love to run that gambit. Yeah, a new stretch goal. We will stop the Bros podcast yeah. for a full month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all right, right let's, let's do this cast and crew bbd kick us off all right well we have a, a new member of the cast and crew whoop, whoop. and that is uh joshua millard who is bbd's male pattern baldness support group leader <laughs> that is know. a mouthful but not a hairful if you Impressive. know what i mean yeah. we know um, yeah. so 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 i have questions okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um first off is this eight to twelve percent of kids are diagnosed with it yes is this well, okay, a let's... support group for people who have seen bbd's male pattern baldness <laughs> oh yeah because this... i would have to join that <laughs> is this uh... a support group for only people named bbd who have male well, pattern baldness to be fair i think i do need a support group for seeing the last hairstyle that you had brian i'm still traumatized by it the skullet the skullet yeah the skullet is still uh brained into my memory um for the rest of my life excellent <laughs> uh, right. so, you didn't answer my question though 
Uh, sorry, what was your question? So Gino Bino Gattista. Oh, okay. right. So Bino Gattista is our... up next, who is Brad's personal <laughs> testing partner for the last league weekend. Well, that he's fired. Ooh. Oh, fired. Bino did not really do too great. Yeah, I thought he did a... an excellent job. I think yeah, as, you, as you're climbing the ranks, he picks <laughs> climbing the ranks, dude. I'm 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 a rock bottom right now. <laughs> That's because he, the bottom uh, got cut out, right? <laughs> he picked you. He picked you two winning decks to play. That is true. Both the decks fault. that I played had great win percentages. It's not his fault that the pie, uh, you know. Uh, it is sad. It is so sad that both decks had great win percentages, and I, and I was the one keeping them down. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. All right. Well, we, we won't have you keep reliving this terrible weekend, so we'll move on to S. Saruti, and that is our business analyst. Whenever we have business to be analyzed, S. Saruti is there. Oh, and, and S. Saruti plays among us with us too, and we have a lot. I of just fun. got an email from S. Saruti. They said, um, for good business, don't take weeks off. Oh, oh okay. Hmm. Yeah. That's uh, good business good, tips. Good to know. <laughs> All right. We got Insight Esports. That is our esports event organizer on MTG Melee. Hashtag sponsored. TM. <laughs> Hashtag, I don't think we are sponsored. Oh, we kind of have but, created a uh, sponsorship. Speak for yourself. Oh, yeah, you are actually sponsored by Insight Esports. I am sponsored. Insight Esports is the best. Hashtag didn't have to be sponsored because it's just true. They're running some great tournaments, and they are, just a reminder, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week, they'll be having tournaments, so take a look. Get I'm playing Friday, link, Saturday, Sunday. Watch my stream on Twitter. Want. Anyway, next up, yeah. we've got Ian, who is BBD's leading resident pastafarian. Um, what? What? You said, did you say BBD? No, BBPs. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. BBDs. I don't know. No, you said BBPs. When's the last time you've Maybe? eaten? Okay. When's the last time you've eaten pasta, Brian? Ugh. I don't know that. Whenever we had Italian food the last time. Oh, okay, so well, that wasn't duh. that long ago. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, like a week I, ago. I'm three no, weeks. Was, I'm three weeks without carbs or sugars. And really? It's yeah, I, I gotta nice. officiate a wedding here in five weeks, so I want to try to slim down a bit, and it's not fun. It's not fun at all. It's not no, fun, it's but not. it's rewarding. It is it rewarding, is. and I I need to I need to get more aggressive on it. Yeah, I'm down. I have, I have gained pounds. some quarantine weight, and I do. I was. I already was heavy to begin with, and I've gained <laughs> weight since quarantine. And I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I. I want to lose it all before I move. It's I the quarantine wanna... fifteen. Yeah, I had to lose that as well. Yep, that's the that's the rough thing. I wish it were yeah, only it's, fifteen. It's fifteen. Yeah, it's totally Wap fifteen. <laughs> Wapa, Brad's personal barista and dog walker. Because I'm too However, lazy to walk my own dog. Oh my god. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. And too lazy to make his own coffee. Oh, good, right? But you know who's not too lazy to do any of those things? Actually, is too lazy, but would prefer if somebody else did them, but no one's there to do them. Is that me. sounds like Brian? Yeah, yeah. Close my eyes and see Brian on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we got Adam, who is our ghost writer, writes all of our episodes for us. Uh, did a lot of extra work these last couple of weeks, um, but mm. so we've got a lot in the holster from Adam. Yeah, yeah. So Adam, um, whenever you write in Brad to say my full last name, can you edit out that last name? You know, it's too much of my information. Being said every episode. <laughs> Next up, we got David Watt. That's our special guest screener. And it's so impressive that David Watt was able to find someone with such a high-performing rogues record at such short amount of time. Uh, so really impressive stuff there from David. Yeah, he got 
he was able to come through with three game wins. It is really quite impressive. So it's actually not true. I won a lot of games in the matches I lost. I won a lot of game ones even. Oh, good work. Good work. You should learn how to sideboard. I should. I won a lot of game twos. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Max. That is Corey's linguistic coach. And I mm. think that Max has been doing a pretty good job lately. I mean, we've said that before, but Corey's, I don't know if it's Max or Corey being on the various broadcasts over the past year, but mm. I think there's there's been some improvement in the linguistic no, category. Brian, I, I'll, I'll set the record straight. It's actually because I got my second dose of my COVID vaccine and Lucky. now I have 5G and I can Google stuff in my brain. Okay, Corey, now, you so. got to stop with this yeah. 5G joke because there are people out there that actually believe it. Okay, sorry, 4Gs. I know 5G is <laughs> myth. <laughs> God damn. All right, next up we got Paul Cat. Oh, wait, you got a soda? No, I had a seltzer. So now I'm day drinking. But for the sake of the joke, I this is all I had in the fridge. So I'm drinking a Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer now. Nice, Sarowski. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank I did you. not expect Thank you for it. encouraging was, day drinking so highly. Ju- <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck it. I mean, it's five o'clock somewhere, and it's almost five o'clock there. <laughs> yeah, it's three, but, but yeah. yeah. He, he stares at BBD's wall. It's yeah. not five oh, o'clock. No, no sorry. Anywhere. BBD's wall started photographer. I gotta address something here. It's not five o'clock anywhere. It's forty-four after the hour. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. It's forty-four after the hour. And there could be some broken clock somewhere. We got sixteen minutes to go before it could be five o'clock anywhere. Okay, let's wait sixteen minutes then. All right, let's do it. All right. Okay, please go to the next person, Corey. (laughs) All right, next up we got Phil. Phil was a key member of Brad's league weekend performance this last weekend. Not he true. just, he did everything from nope. sleeving the decks to, you know, t- uh, talking to the team, just really kind of did it all nope. for Brad. And uh, he's going to continue to work doing all the things that we need Phil to do at any given amount of time during the day, even if it's not five o'clock. <clears throat> Phil didn't do any of those things. Corey doesn't know what Phil does, nor do any of us. I don't know, actually. No, Sorry. No, up, I, I, up, I up I... next, though, we have someone who actually does their job. This is yeah. actually true. We have yes, we that have JP, true. and that is that is Menguchi's timestamp finder <laughs> finds the timestamp where Menguchi can finally tune into the podcast because we stopped <laughs> talking about random bullshit. I'm actually going to help JP out this episode. Because I believe that for this episode, Manguchi's timestamp finder is probably something along the lines of one hour and 11 minutes into the episode. (laughs) But you know what? To reel in Manguchi, can we title the episode something about Mangu Cube just to really make sure he's in here? Oh, yeah. No, we would would destroy everyone else. But yes, it would be so great if our episode was just titled like The Breakdown of Manguchi's Cube. And then we just just don't mention it. Nothing to do with the cube. (laughs) Let's do it. No, I mean it's really trolly, but holy shit! But I mean, have you have you heard our podcast? That's that is true. I'm down for it, but Brian would say no. I would say no, and I, I actually mm. think we should all, we could also consider doing titling our episode something to do with an American TV show, and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then have our entire episode actually just be about only magic. 
which this episode pretty much was just about magic. Yeah. yeah. Now let's title this episode The Three True Wielders of Embercleave. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> just, just stop stop baiting us into Twitter drama. Well, what? I'm just saying we all play that card, right? Why are you doing this? All like, right, all right. Do you, do you enjoy it? <laughs> no, I really don't feel good about it either. But okay, yeah. good. Like, like, I just don't even know what you're doing. Like, yeah, like, it's I just like, missed hey, you guys so much. Let's that like I... half play with fire for no fucking reason. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Sol Nabasi, who is our designated <laughs> mana dork. This shit, we don't got one for the. Oh my god, we, uh, we do. Dork. We do. Yeah, I, uh, it came to me, you know, like when I was like trying to find a mana dork, I just, okay. it, it, it suddenly came to me when I least expected it. Much <laughs> so God, I can't say it. What? Nothing. <laughs> Nobody? Sudden, it was a suddenly, eureka moment. No, God okay, damn okay. it, guys. Oh. Come on. Ah. All right, next up, we got Eric Dahl. And that is a BBP trash man. Eric has went through one hell of a journey to get where he to is. Pick and up let me our tell garbage, you. which is yeah. all everything. We just spew but, garbage. I mean, he literally went to space and was an all-powerful being in space and then has just Way reverted. too overqualified for, for the current oh, position. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. This current position requires a lot of qualifications because he's going to have to take this entire episode <laughs> to the trash. Oh, I'll say one thing that is unrelated to trash at all, and that is Garamel to use our merch store manager because we got some fire merch in our store. Yeah, we do, and yeah. we should soon be having sleeves. Actually, oh, the sleeves of our Mario brand um, should be coming out soon. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I when you were saying sleeves, are you referring to uh, like protective card coverings? Yes. Okay, because I, I might have misunderstood. Like on Arena, the things that you can just put on your decks. I I might have I, I might have gotten uh, some tattoos. Bash Pro podcast <laughs> tattoos on both of my arms. Yeah, I I'm oh. sorry, I really misunderstood that Dude, one. That's gas. on me. That that's would on be me. Gas. But I'm feel a little <laughs> that, embarrassed now. That wouldn't be regrettable in any way, shape, or form. Oh my At least god, this is nothing permanent. So. I would. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. But yeah, so Patrick uh, coordinates all of our parties. And in fact, I want, like, once this is all over, like, I would show up to a city early for everyone in our in our cast and crew and and, and actually hang out at some party, honestly. Like, when, oh, yeah. when I get back for an SCG tour or something, fuck yeah. Yeah, next SCG tour, I'm going up, like, Thursday. I'm coming home, like, Tuesday morning. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I can't wait. All right, next up, we got Filippos Galanis, and that is Brad's soundboard operator. And I believe that soundboard is still not operating, so... uh, Oh, yeah, I haven't fixed it so it can record you guys, but but I do have other sounds it can make. You want to hear them? No. Brad, that's just yours. Your your face soundboard. Shit, <laughs> I can I can make that. Yeah, that, oh, that's what we needed before when you were giving out personal information. All right, we yeah. got Laura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Laura is our chief executive officer. That is right. Uh, that is correct. Really, really runs a tight ship. Doesn't. No. That, nothing bad to say about Loror. Nope. No, the indeed. Only, the only thing I would say about Loror is that uh, he makes 
1,000% higher salary than we do as members of the Bash Bros podcast. It's a little skewed. Wait, you guys are getting paid? Wait, 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 wait. But, but, <laughs> but, but at least he also, you know, they also don't have, you know, health, health insurance. Also, you know what? Our conditions are so bad. We should get on one of those websites. Because I really hate that we always have to do these. And I, I work so long that just like UPS drivers, I have to shit in a bag while we do this. That's true. Yeah, that is I, true. I need to talk to someone. Like y'all should do that just for fun. This, right? but yeah, yeah, I do that just for fun, actually. Victor, like Brad's first place trophy holder. Um, <laughs> didn't get a trophy this last weekend, so Victor, you uh, you have the week off and probably a lot more. Hands um, free, yeah. But you know who isn't hands free? That's Doctor Unz. <laughs> That's our resident proctologist who is very hands on when it comes to Mister Brian Brondoin, making sure he stays regular on all uh, different. Dude, uh, looking, I love Doctor Unz. Like, I, like, oh me too. So Doctor Unz is just a name, right? It's just a person on our cast and crew. I know nothing really about this person. But yeah. slowly, I've been getting more information. Like. Cedric said a really nice thing about Dr. Unks on coverage. And then it, I think uh, somebody else, some streamer, I can't remember who it was, but Dr. Unks gave a gift and they're like, well, well, how thank you, doc, how thankful of you are, Dr. Unks. And I'm like, what double life does this bastard live? <laughs> like, I've just been, I, I'm just like b- being gaslit. You know, like, Dr. Unks is just so great. And I'm just like, <laughs> God. He just probes you nonstop. I have nightmares about this person. On the internet and in real life. (laughs) All right. Well, that is our episode, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to listen to an episode. We have been gone for two weeks, but we will be continuing things. And next week should be a really exciting, fun episode where we break down all of the magic we actually got to play with the new cards, which is always, to me, is my favorite time uh, to talk about magic because I actually get to play with the cards. Right now, it's all speculation, but... Yeah. Um, Unless we hit our stretch goal where we will not have an episode next week. If yes, we, that uh, is true. Yeah. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I will, I will, I'm not going to put a stretch goal in there. I would if I wasn't lazy. <laughs> or um, if we knew how, to be honest. Oh, I know how. I just don't oh, want to okay. do it. All right. All right. All right. That sounds um, fair. Sounds yeah, like we have a new job opening. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's most of my life lately. It's like, I don't know how to yeah. do this shit. I just don't want to fucking do it. Anyways, yes. goodbye, that's what everyone. I'm gonna go do. All right. See y'all. <laughs> go play It Takes Two. <laughs> Unless you're Hashtag only one, sponsored. Then, yeah. then I'm sorry. And stop. <laughs> <laughs>